Welcome to the Radical Christian Life with Doug and Paula. We're so excited as we discuss what it looks like to live the radical Christian life, following Jesus no matter the call, no matter the cost. Yeah, so let's get to it. All right, here we are back again. And yeah. uh, it's great uh, as we discuss things that are real. And uh, I think yeah, in our last podcast, hopefully. I don't, yeah, in our last podcast, we. We've been dealing with some of the things going on with the pandemic and what's going on in the world mm-hmm. and some of the questions that we've been getting about some of these deep questions. And they're good we're wrestling yeah. with things. How do we wrestle yeah. with them and things that we've thought of and we get to vocalize of what the scripture yeah. saying? Yeah. Kind of just what we've been part. talking about on all our walks. It's like, well, yeah, or sitting on our couch. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So this was a great question that somebody wrote in. Somebody actually from Ohio, one of our friends in Ohio wrote in, why does God let bad things happen to people? Mm. <laughs> never heard that question before, have you? Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, never. <laughs> yeah, actually my, like, yeah. yeah very, my my frequently. doctorate's in apologetics. And if you study apologetics, which means a defense of the Christian faith, well, it actually just means defense of any belief. You can be a Muslim apologist or a Buddhist apologist, but a Christian mm. apologist is somebody who defends the teachings of Christianity. And you talk to any apologist when we have meetings or we discuss things, this is the number one objection to Christianity. This yeah. is the number one thing yeah. that we the get stumbling asked block the most for, of. For yeah. Most yeah. How can you say yeah. there's a good God when so much evil in the world? Mm-hmm. And it's a great, it's actually a, here, here is your, here, here honey, here is your $10,000 word. Okay. <laughs> the Odyssey. You can talk around. So yeah. So when you're out that, with your yeah, friends next yeah, time, you can say, yeah, exactly. yeah, Doug and I were talking, we were talking about the Odyssey. And, Ooh, <laughs> you were so smart, Paula. No, so. they'd probably go, what the heck are you talking <laughs> about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that what you guys talk about? Yes, it is. Exactly That's why people use about. big words just to act like they're yeah, smart. Then yeah, everyone like, yeah, that doesn't make yeah, sense. So, exactly. Yeah. It just simply means the problem of evil. Okay. What, how can God be good and permit evil? And so this is a, this is another one of those um, questions that have been asked throughout the ages. This isn't yeah. a modern thing. They've been asking no. this question ever since they read the first uh, po- verse in the, the passages in the Bible where it mm. says God is good. Yeah. You, know, you know, believe. Um, I love Lamentations three twenty two and twenty three. The Lord's loving kindnesses. Indeed, never cease. It's sees. my life verse. Well, then so, you yeah. Can finish so, it. his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's great. We hear that all the time. In fact, there's a famous hymn. You know, that was at our wedding, right? That verse. Did they? Did they <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 There was also a song on that. I was there, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do know the song. This is what like happens after 38 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just forget those Did they things. sing that song at our wedding? They did. That's right. It was a beautiful <laughs> moment. <It> was, <laughs> I remember yes, it like it was yesterday. Very meaningful. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that famous uh, hymn, Greatest Thy Faithfulness. But what's yeah. funny is I love when we quote verses, but sometimes we don't quote the whole context. Yeah. In verse we, we talk about that in other podcasts. Yeah. You know, that that is the one thing about why you want a physical Bible yeah. um, so that you can see the context yeah. of it versus just isolated yeah. verses. Yeah, because Lamentations 3, 22 and 23, most people know. But the verse 21 actually says, this yes. I recall to my mind, and therefore, therefore I have, I have hope. Exactly. Yeah. God is good and that gives us hope. So yeah. but if God is good, why is there so much evil? And and let me mm. uh let me go into a syllogism. Uh, 
I know that gets you excited. <laughs> Am I supposed to be yeah. excited about yeah. that? We do have date night tonight too, don't we? Oh yeah, we'll probably talk about syllogism, and that'll end date Can night. Can you tell me what <laughs> yeah. syllogism means? Men don't do that. On date <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah. yeah. You know, syllogism is a logical term where you put in a deductive argument, you put a, your premises that draw a conclusion that is true. It can't be contrary to the premises if all your logical argument makes sense and follows. Now you know what I put up with people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, sure. No, I love But it. if God was all powerful, he could end evil. If God was all mm. good, he would end evil. Mm. But evil is not ended. Yeah. Therefore, God is not all powerful or all not. he's not all good. Wow. And so there's your argument. Because it really does make sense if you think about it. Mm. If God's all-powerful, he could eat evil right now. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't, so maybe he's not all-powerful. If God is all good, he would end evil right now. Because you want good. I mean, do you want to see your children suffer? No. I mean, if you did, we'd probably have problems. What kind of (laughs) sick parent would want to see their children suffer and put them in the pain? So you must not be all good. Mm. That's the dilemma throughout the ages. And if you, especially the Enlightenment philosophers like David Hume and those guys that just attack christianity hmm. venomously they is that a right word venomously sounds good yeah <laughs> i'm still trying to worse. figure out what synergism means <laughs> i love when i try to sound smart i really don't sound that smart it's kind of embarrassing so but they attack christianity and this was one of the things and uh so what's our response i mean how do we tell people what what kind of yeah. answers do we give yeah so. because there is an answer there is to that it might not be an answer that everybody likes or that they won't struggle with but there's an answer my uh professor norman geisler who's passed on and been with the lord he wrote a book called the the roots of evil i think it's called or the problem of evil but he dealt with this and he really influenced me and he learned a lot of it from augustine and uh, i don't want to get into it you can read those books there's great answers out there by great Mm -hmm. apologists who've dealt with the whole philosophical and logical realm. But I realized that doesn't help me when I'm talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. When I'm out on the street and I'm talking to somebody and they bring this up or somebody's in pain and they bring this up, I realize I don't really have time to go into the whole philosophical <laughs> yeah. uh, reality. That it meets evil, a lot of need in yeah, the moment. That evil it? is yeah. not a thing, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's a dip- deprivation of a thing. And so you can get into the philosophical realms of that. And I realize that doesn't really you answer. You are quite deep today aren't you <laughs> yeah. well, can we tell them the truth i fasted off coffee the last oh, yeah. couple of days then i drank a cup of coffee before the podcast man so this podcast really was supposed to be 30 minutes and i think we're gonna do it in two minutes <laughs> I, know, I'm I, know. I said was that really a good idea but anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> here we are yeah. but, so. but what i found is that we have to be able to give answers that make sense and are are spot on and brief mm. and, and true yeah and, well yeah <laughs> Yeah, minor detail. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So I actually say uh, there's one word and one question that I always respond with when I get asked the question of the problem with evil. Mm. And the one word I want to say is, Can yes. I guess? Oh, no. I was going to guess. Yeah. Oh, well, If you would have guessed the word yes, <laughs> yeah. then uh, yeah. yeah. Is God all powerful? Yes. Mm. Is God all good? Yes. The Bible teaches both of those mm. very clearly. There's nothing impossible with God. The only thing God cannot do what is logically inconsistent with his nature, because God is logic and reason. He can't do two plus two equals five. Mm. God cannot, you know, can God make a rock that he cannot lift? That's an absurdity. <laughs> so those are just silly questions that don't even make sense. It's like two, like it's a round circle. Can God make a round circle? It's a 
it's a round absurdity. circle. You mean a round square? Round square. <laughs> he can make a round circle. That's how powerful he is. <laughs> Slow down on the coffee. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. those things, but but God is good too. The Bible over and over mm. says that God is good. So why? So if that if God is good and all powerful, why isn't evil abolished? Abolished? Yeah. Why does it happen? And yeah. the question, the, the answer I give is, it's not abolished yet. In other mm. words, it will be one day. Mm. God is going to end evil. And the Bible mm. is very clear about that. It's funny. I was just reading uh, some writings by Jean-Jacques Rousseau. That's what everybody does in their spare time. <laughs> the uh, political philosopher everybody of the Enlightenment. Everybody meeting my husband. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Enlightenment. And one of the attacks, he, he was an avid atheist and attacking, mm. I don't know if he's an atheist, but he just attacked Christianity and the church strongly. And one of the things he argues against is it's just too futuristic. They just escape to heaven and they're not doing anything here on earth, which is a lie, but, but he is right in one way. We are a futuristic religion. We are, mm. we do believe mm. more in the afterlife and our hope in the afterlife than our hope in this world. Yes. And that's why Jesus said, my yeah. kingdom is not of this world. Yeah. And so. I, I mean, I, I was reading Colossians 3 the other day and it says, set your minds on things above. Yeah. Not on the things of this earth. Yeah, exactly. If this is good as it gets, I love when people say, mm. this is your best life now. I literally, first time I heard it, I think I spit out my coffee <laughs> yeah, while I was drinking yeah, yeah. it. It's like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of my life. If this is your best life now, wow, you're going to get old, saggy, and you're going to die. How great is <laughs> hey, this life? Hey, watch now? it. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, is that your best life now? Yeah. No, the best life's to come. Yeah. And that's when all yeah. evil is going to be abolished yeah. and, and all tears are going to be wiped away and God is going to hold yeah. accountable all evil that's, that's been good. done. Yeah. And that's what we're looking forward yes. to. So yes, God is all powerful and he is going to be, he's the only one who's going to end evil. Yeah. And he's all yeah. good because he wants to end evil. Now, right. Why does he allow evil at this time? Well, that gets into the question of predestination and free will, and we can talk about that. Uh, but that same free will that allows us to come into relationship with him is that same free will that allows us to choose not to, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, in the exactly. sense of, or, or to sin against people. Yeah. You know, the two greatest commandments, I love that in Matthew 22, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. But those are free will. Yes. He doesn't force us. He's We're not robots. Exactly. God doesn't want these little, yeah. you know, he hasn't created us that way. Love has to include that, that object of choice. Yeah. Now we can get into God's sovereignty and how he woos us and how he loves us. And we can get into prevenient grace and all those theological topics that we love to divide and start new denominations on. <laughs> yeah. But let's just stay with the main things in this podcast. And yeah. the main thing is yeah. God is good. And mm. in the end, he abolishes and removes all evil. It's cast into the lake of fire when mm. death and Hades and the devil and the beast and the dragon are all thrown. False prophet. I'm sorry. The dragon, the devil or mm -hmm. the dragon he's called, and the beast and the false prophet, the, the false trinity is all thrown into the lake of fire mm -hmm. and there'll be no more evil. Can mm -hmm. I go on a rabbit trail? Something. You will. I love to give people, I love <laughs> yeah. to give people, yeah, we'll do you want my permission? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. I'm going to take it. It's my right to go on a rabbit trail. <laughs> but your rabbit trails are great. Yeah, I think so. so. I love Thank that. you, honey. Yeah, That's why I married I, you. Yes. I love you. <laughs> and you're the funniest man I ever met. So wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Date night. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that was awkward. But anyways, do a, if you want to have, have fun doing, do this sometime in your quiet time. If you're trying to think, wow, what should I study? Mm. Study Genesis 1 and 2 
and study Revelation 21 and 22, the first two chapters of the Bible and the last two chapters of the Bible, and make a note of who's there and who's not there, what's there, what's not there. And, and it's just fantastic. Hmm. And uh, uh, I'll just give you a hint. I'll give you the first one to look for. But there's other fascinating things. The devil's not there. He doesn't come on until chapter 3. Hmm. And the devil's not there in Revelation 21 because he's cast into the lake of fire for eternity wow. in Revelation 20. So, I mean, just it's just fun study of where God yeah. has brought us and where he's yeah. taking us to. Wow. Yeah, so we can get I in more into that. That, that is but, awesome. But here's my, so my first word is yet. So when people talk to me, I say, it's not yet done, but it's going to be done. Mm-hmm. But then I love to go into, I want to go a little deeper here. I'm going to go into, I love to go into presuppositional reformed apologetics. <laughs> By asking a wow. question, because everyone attacks Christianity, but I like to go, what's your answer? Mm. Okay, you don't like Christianity's answer. If there was a good God, he'd end evil now, and he mm. hasn't, so mm. you're mad at God, and I get that, but mm. but what's your answer? Mm. What are, are you caught up in the reincarnation cycle? Well, that's not really good. That's be- a pretty depressing one when it you really think is. about it, because yeah. I screw up even a little bit, then I'm you're destined to in. live my next life So there's cycle, no yeah. hope that you will ultimately get to nirvana or mm-hmm. the the... the utopia that you're hoping for, mm-hmm. you may keep regressing. Mm-hmm. And that may go on for eternity because if there's no God outside of creation, as mm-hmm. uh, the reincarnationists teach, God is inside creation, which means God is part of creation, which means there's nothing that we know for sure we're going toward. It's just mm-hmm. a blind hope. Mm-hmm. Then it, it, it's just a bad answer. Yeah. And, and what's an atheist? What is their answer? Mm-hmm. So evil wins in the end to an atheist. I, I mean, I have yeah. no patience with atheists. I yeah. mean, sorry, if you're an atheist, the Bible says the fool has said in their heart, there is no God. You're a fool. And I'm just going to call it out because mm. you are teaching the worst things to people. Because what you're basically yeah. saying is there's no, there's, there's no, no answer in the end. No, nope. yeah. that, that man who abused that child in the end, he got away with it. Because if no one found out on this earth, then he gets away with it in the end. Yeah. That girl's going to oh, bear wow. scars and there's never going to be any justice for her. There's never going to be any righteousness. Mm-hmm. There's going to be any healing for her. She just had to live her life in pain and that guy got away with it. And that makes me so angry when I hear these Richard Dawkins, you know, mocking Christianity, mm-hmm. thinking the new atheists are so smart and Samuel Harris. And, they, and I'm like, you are teaching evil because you are teaching yeah. that evil wins in the end. And I can't stomach that. Yeah. A good God yeah. would not allow that. One of the saddest things this week I saw was somebody had put on one of our um, social media posts they posted. They said, I hate your religion. I hate your God. <laughs> and at first I was like, but then I was like, wow, that that is really sad because yeah. that person has no hope. Exactly. Like, what are they trusting in? Yeah. And, and you're right. What are what are their answers yeah. then? In that yeah. Case? So when I get to ask the question, it's real. I just go into matter. I go into the automatic Word and question mode. So when mm-hmm. somebody says, I can't believe you believe in some God when you see all the tsunamis happen and earthquakes mm-hmm. and death and pandemics. And I say, yeah, you're right. I don't have all the answers. But you mm-hmm. know what? Mm-hmm. I believe the word yet. It's not over yet. Yeah. And there'll be a day when God's going to wipe away it'll every tear from my eyes. And yeah. it'll be great. And yeah. then the other is, what's your answer? If yeah. there's no good God who's going to make things right in the end, What's your hope? Hmm. Which brings us to actually another question. Yeah, I love can I this. read this one? Yep. It came in from Europe and um, it says, what is the best approach to a non-believer who has been through a lot of bad things in their past and continues to face hardship? That is a great question. Yeah. Because. Because ultimately it's not a philosophical question. No. In fact, when I teach young Christians about doing apologetics, 
I'm always saying, look behind the question, mm. look behind the objection, because mm -hmm. so many times people are asking out of pain or personal mm -hmm. experience, mm -hmm. and you want to get to the point where you can minister to that pain, yeah. you can minister to that hurt in their life, yeah. and let God speak into that versus just some masking behind a philosophical oh, objection. Yeah. And Larry Crabb has a great book called Soul Talk that mm. really taught me that. I loved it. His first premise of that is think beneath. Ah. And there's, you know, it's, yeah, it, yeah. There, there's pain beneath this question. Yeah. yeah. So when people ask a question like that, mm. I used to, I love to talk about hope. Mm. Yeah. And in fact, it seems to be our theme today, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. In yeah. fact, uh, with this question, I actually know a little bit of the story, backstory behind it. And a, a woman who's had, a, she's had a rough life. There's mm. just no sugarcoating it. She mm. was abused horribly by men. And then she mm. goes and she gets a degenerative, um, disease mm -hmm. that's probably going to take her life at an earlier age. And wow. What do you say to that's that? Hard. How do you talk about a good God? And let's get into the philosophical, philosophical, philosophical arguments of theodicy. That's not going to comfort her, no. but there's hope. There's mm -hmm. hope. That's why Jesus, I said, the one thing we can talk to you about mm -hmm. is what Jesus said, and he can offer you peace now. Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you in John 14, 27. Mm. Not as the world gives. Mm. That's why you're in pain. That's why you're in anguish because you're trying to find peace and hope in the world. And mm. it'll never it'll never answer your questions. It'll never give you peace. Yeah. Only Jesus can do that. And what did Jesus promise? He promised that peace now. But you know what he also promised? I love to say this. He promised a resurrected body. When I talked to somebody with cancer wow. or, or dying of some disease, I mm. said, Put your hope in Christ because he's the one who promised you a mm. glorified body that's not going to have pain anymore. There'll be yeah. no more cancer. There'll be no more tumors. Mm -hmm. There'll be no more tuberculosis. There'll be no more whatever the disease asthma? is. Asthma. Yes, for you. Yeah. Yeah, I always love when you say that. You mm. can't wait for the day when you can just breathe freely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why we have hope in Christ because yeah. we have hope in that day. I can't promise you you're going to have healing now. I know we want to name it and claim it. Let me just zap you with the Holy Spirit and you're going to breathe fine. How many people have prayed over you and proclaimed mm -hmm. words over you that you're not going to have asthma anymore mm -hmm. and you still have it? Oh, I don't. That's a dangerous theology. Faith. We should talk about that. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Because God will make the wrong right. Yeah. Exactly. And I know many people have struggled in their faith because of that. Like, mm -hmm. okay, if I can be healed, then I'm not. What does that mean? Yeah. Either I've sinned, I don't have faith. What yeah. does that look like? Mm -hmm. You know, we just live in fallen bodies. Yeah. That's that's the reality yeah. of it. Like, it's not perfect. That's great. Let me let me tell you how I respond to people with that. Here's, here's something you can think about. Uh, when people talk to me about healings mm -hmm. and like, I, there's two extremes. Remember the radical middle? I love to talk yeah. about that with oh, you. The about I know. I love today. talking with yeah, you. The radical. Let me bring exactly. up the, what's the extremes. God's going to heal you. It's going to be proclaimed. You know, and so many people's lives are devastated because then they start blaming, well, you don't have enough faith or you'd be healed. Mm -hmm. Well, that's shipwrecked so many people's faith. Yes. But then we've also been in those churches and stuff. We don't even pray for healing. They don't even believe for healing. Huh? Jesus came and healed. Mm-hmm. He gave he us did. the Holy Spirit. Shouldn't we be praying and for healing? And he gave power to his disciples to heal. So when people yeah. argue me, well, well, why are we praying? Are we not even sure we're going to see healing? I love to say this. When you share the gospel with somebody, does everybody get saved? And, you know, they all laugh and say, well, no. I say, but mm -hmm. don't you keep sharing the gospel? Because mm -hmm. it's God, up to God who gets saved and not, yes. not to you. Mm -hmm. So does everyone you pray for get healed? No. Mm -hmm. But some do because it's up to God. Mm -hmm. But just pray for healing and mm -hmm. let God do with the results, but don't give false promises. Yeah. So anyways, that's going back. But mm -hmm. but I love to talk about like the that. resurrected body. That gives mm -hmm. us hope. And then there'll be no more tear, no more 
pain and there'll be mm-hmm. joy. Mm-hmm. I want joy in the end. You know? yeah. and, and he promises that. And that gives mm-hmm. us hope. It does. So mm-hmm. e- whether it's evil actions or the evilness of fallen bodies, it's yeah. made right in the end, isn't it? Yeah. And it goes back to that, what I said in the earlier question of evil doesn't win in the end. Mm-mm. Yes, that Mm-mm. man who abused you, He's not going to get away with it. No. He, I was just, actually, I had my devotion. It's funny. I just had it this morning. So I guess mm-hmm. I'm supposed to bring it up. Revelation chapter 20, 11 through 15, one of my most profound verses. I don't say I like it because it's the great white throne judgment. Mm-hmm. And it brings me wow. fear of God because that's the one thing we are supposed to fear is God. And it also mm-hmm. gives me great comfort because it says that anyone whose name is written in the book of life will not incur the second death. They will not incur hell. And I thank the Lord that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And I always say it's written in the blood of the Lamb because he saved me. And so that gives me great comfort. But And it talks about and that in the end that pain and all that's going to be ended. Yeah. And that evil. Oh, here's the point. It says that they were judged, everybody, the great and the small. And that's one of the things I wrote in my little devotion book. It doesn't matter how great you are on this earth. It doesn't matter mm. how small you are on this earth. Mm. We're all mm. going to stand before the same judgment and we're going to mm. give account. And it says the books were open and the books were open and we're going to give an account mm. for every deed. We're judged according to the things that we have done, according to our deeds. Wow. So that man who abused her, he is going to give an account for what he did. Mm. But we're also going to give an account yes, for what we did. But we're not at that judgment. We're standing before the judgment seat of Christ where yes. we're going to give an account for what we did. And we're going to we're exactly. going to have to give an account so that we can have a whole podcast yeah. on the two judgments. <laughs> we're we don't go the judgment between hell and heaven. We're right. all, but we have to stand before the Lord and give an account for what we did with our life. Mm-hmm. So every nobody gets away with things. Mm-hmm. We almost mm-hmm. think that, well, I'm saved now. So I, no, no, no. You're going to have to give There's an account. An now, praise God, he forgave that sin yeah. and he allowed you into heaven, but you're yes. still going to give an account and there's going to be more rewards. You for mean we can't live any way we want to? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Just say your prayer, you know, walk forward, walk down the aisle, raise your hand, say the sinner's prayer, and then live the way you want. That's not salvation. It, no. Salvation is literally a heart change when Christ has come in and changed your yeah. heart. Yeah. If you haven't gone on to our YouTube channel, you want to watch the ones on the gospel. Yes. You Serving make Beyond sure, Borders. Yes. Just Search that and Search find it on us. The, watch yeah. the ones on the gospel to make sure that your name is written in the book yeah. of life because that's the greatest yeah. thing we can do. Christ died for our sins and was raised on the third day. Yeah. That's the gospel. Yeah. But but I and my other thing is so if somebody's done evil, they will give an account. And if mm-hmm. you're in pain, that pain will be taken away. Mm-hmm. Christianity has the greatest answer. It's yeah. in Jesus who gave us these promises and yes. he's faithful because he rose from the dead. What's your religion tell you? What's your mm-hmm. hope? You know, that's, we can go off. I don't want to trash other religions. I'm not anti those religions. I'm pro Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that's there how people, people always ask, how do you go to these other countries and not, you know, get martyred? And I said, well, <laughs> I'm ready to be martyred, but I want to be martyred. It's because- a spiritual gift you only use once, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you better yeah. use it well. Is but that I want to do it is? because I'm pro Jesus, not yes. because I'm trashing other things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I believe Jesus is right and they're wrong. That's truth. But let me tell you why I believe Jesus is right. Yeah. Great. Great. I think that's enough for today. If you have so more too. questions, write us at info at servingbb.org and we would love to answer your questions and we'll see you yeah. in the next podcast. Thanks for listening to the Radical Christian Life with Doug and Paula. I think it's at this time we're supposed to do some pitch like hit the subscribe button or donate. But we just want to say, do what you want. We trust way more in the sovereignty of God than in the Christian industrial marketing complex. 
You just keep living radical for Jesus, and so will we. And let's watch how he blesses us all. We'll see you next time.